This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week, your hosts, Beans, Gaz, and Andy, grab a beer and discuss whatever it is that's on our minds. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us at tallboyradio.com and on every podcast platform, you can also watch the video version on YouTube. Just search for Tall Boy Radio or click on the link on our website. If you have a story and want to feature on the show or just want to get in touch, drop us an email at mail at tallboyradio.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram. Or you can leave us a message on the Anchor app, which we can play on the show. Right, the show is about to begin, so go grab yourself a cold one, kick back and enjoy. Welcome back to episode 120 of Tall boy radio we hope you joined us last time when we had the guys on for pub time they took over and took us on a visit to our space in many ways when we visited the dark side of the moon and maybe we'll do something similar again tonight who knows because never one ever really knows with tall boy radio so before we introduce our guests let's say hello to the two hosts who are with us tonight who wants to go first and tell us a little bit about whatever it is that you're drinking yeah evening guys tonight i'm drinking a beer that i haven't one of my all-time favorites really is a left and I haven't really had it much on the podcast and you can't drink left without drinking it out of a left glass kindly provided by Andy so thank you very much again Andy for that yeah looking forward to this no idea where it's going to go no doubt there's loads of left turns somewhere or other but yeah let, let's uh, let's see where we, let's see where we where we end up indeed indeed Andy howdy I'm real delirium red uh, I've not had it for a while so can't wait Nice, very nice, very nice. Dylan Red makes another appearance. That's what we like. That's what we like. Well, I am drinking a beer that, believe it or not, I've never had on a podcast before. Despite the fact it is one of my favourites, and that is Beaver Town Gamma Ray, the pale Have ale. You not had that before on here? No. No, no, I went back to my little my little white block with the Stormtrooper on the front. And yeah, I've not had this beer on here before. I'd loop you wow. obviously, but not that yeah. one. So before I introduce our guest, I want to say a big thank you to our friends at Ollie's who are sending us out another care package. Obviously, they've watched us on the video on the YouTube and obviously thought we looked a little bit malnourished. And they're sending out some more stuff and snacks for us to try that go nicely with our beer. And if you are based in the UK, you too can try it with 20% off as well by using the promo code TALLBOYRADIO, or one word, or capitals when you check out. And that will get you, like I say, 20% off your order. And it's also worth mentioning that their chocolate-covered pretzels are available in 900 Sainsbury's local stores up and down the country. But just remember, that promo code is only for use in the UK. So... That mouthful out of the way, let's introduce our guest this evening who's been sat there patiently waiting. So Anon, would you like to say hello and tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hello, I'm Anon and basically I just make music and I have a blast doing it. I basically just, I just release whatever and I don't apologize for what I release. I just release music and I have a blast doing it. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. I really don't care. I just do what I do, and I have fun doing it, really. And I like to I like to meet new people along the way and talk to new people and maybe uh, see what comes out with situations and stuff like that. Are we allowed to swear on this, or how does that go? Yeah, you can swear. Yeah, yeah you can swear, dude, yeah. On the family show. By the way, I thought you guys were based in Canada for some reason. No, no, no. We're in the no, UK. UK. So. In the UK, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I thought you guys were in Canada. 
Maybe it's because you guys are so damn friendly. I'm like, they have to be Canadians. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been to Canada. They are a pretty friendly bunch. I'll say that for them. They are. They really are strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we definitely could be Canadian then when you say that they're strange. So tell us a little bit about the music you create then. What, what kind of music is it then? If I had to, like, if I had to compare it to what someone else says, it's, it's similar to, like, combination of Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper, Nine Inch Nails, something along those lines, basically. So sometimes it doesn't make any damn sense. It's not really supposed to make sense. It's just, you know, it's just what I create. I just do it on impulse. Don't think about it. There's no, there's actually not much thought that goes into it. It's all, it's all um, basically instinctual. It just comes, just comes right out the moment. I don't, I don't really question it as recorded. And then I just mix it and just keep mixing it and then end up with the result and I'll perform it live and, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but it's led to a lot of chaos, actually, because it's just chaotic in nature. It's pretty chaotic. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you sent us a little clip of it. Obviously, I've shared it with the two guys here. Yeah. So, so you, you perform it live as well, then, yeah? I do, yeah. It's been a while, though. It's honestly been a while because the whole coronavirus situation really screwed things up. And I want to make sure that I get good gigs. I don't just want to perform at some dingy bar. I could do that, but that's you know kind of a way. I've done that before. It's a waste of time. I want a good gig, and coronavirus has kind of screwed that up. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people have seen that. I see you were a gig as well, weren't you? Last, was it last night, Andy, on Monday night? Yeah, first one in like three years or something like that, watching Tool in the Manchester Arena. So it was good. It's good oh, to it? get out there and just listen to well get your ears and face blown off <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely that's what yeah. a concert I, should be <laughs> yeah I, I suspect you and andy listen to very similar sort of music to perhaps myself or, or gary yeah. might listen to who, who fondly what would like to be referred to as the piano man that's we discovered <laughs> in an earlier episode easy listening that's that's it for me that's it that's it so how, how many times have you performed live then you know what what's what's your general feedback what reaction do you get when you perform it on stage honestly it's just like it's sometimes it's great sometimes it's pure like chaos because uh, the the nature of the event sometimes just always just there's so much chaos you really can't really contain events i've had events where like bar fights have broken out and just the show had to just stop just stop like immediately because because there's no structure to it you know what i mean it's just it just comes right off the cusp and it's not something that i think about and i just somehow translate that chaos on stage yeah sometimes sometimes uh, it just it gets real chaotic <laughs> it's gotten real chaotic in the past but it's fun though it's fun i guess that's part of the whole experience i don't mind it i don't mind it no, I was I was saying myself. I went to a, I went to a gig earlier this year. A chap by the name of Jamie Webster. He's a, an English fella that you perhaps wouldn't have heard of. He's not international yet. And I must admit, like I say, I'm I'm nearly fifty. I'm forty eight and forty nine very very soon. And I ended up in a mosh pit. And I've got to be honest, I loved it. it. You know, it took me back to my youth. That, that little bit of chaos. You know, the, the concern yeah. that my, yeah my knees might just give out at any time. But it's it, it been a long time, and Andy probably feels the same thing. So it, you know, when you go home smelling of other people's sweat and beer, it's can only be a good thing yeah yeah definitely for sure but it's all it's it's led to some problems for me like you know honestly it's led to some time in jail (laughs) wow Wow, okay yeah do do, do you want to explain (laughs) it's just you know just it's like you just you you live it it becomes you 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 really live the the rock and rock star lifestyle and you take that on and it just becomes 
you know, at first, at first it's just something you do, but then it really just translates to every area of your life. So it's actually caused me a lot of real world problems that I've recovered from, but like, I just have to ease up on the rock star, like living that lifestyle, just calm down, just focus on the fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, so, how, so how big are the sort of the, the crowd that you play to then? I mean, you mentioned sort of smaller gigs and stuff. Are you pretty, have you gone beyond that now then? Are you bigger than that now? They're decently big gigs, about like 500 people come to a show, but not more okay. than that. Not cool. more than that yet, but then, like I said, coronavirus kind of screwed all that up, and I had a good momentum going. Yeah. Since when coronavirus hit, there was there was really nothing anyone was doing, anybody. So that that put a halt to that for a while, and plus, and plus, when, when I got myself in some real world trouble, that also put a halt to a lot of stuff as well. I did uh, did some time in jail. You know, I actually really lived that life, which is hilarious what I did. But you know, I'm out. I'm out of jail and I'm free. I'm a free man. So I'm just I'm just honestly just focused on making music. Eh? You know, but and I don't I don't want to want to uh, let 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 the um, focus on anything else. But but yeah, it's like something about it. You know, something about it when you're on stage, like you just like you just become a conduit for energy or something. You just you just take on all this energy, the adrenaline of the crowd and everything. And it just it just becomes a part of you. And, and the chaos, you it just it just somehow becomes a part of you. It's it's like like all if you look at all the stories like Ozzy Osbourne and Alice Cooper, they, they, they uh, Jimi Hendrix, all of them, like I don't think they're trying to act like something. I think it literally just, it's hard not, you have to actively try to avoid the chaos or else it will consume you. If, but if you're not careful, then it totally will consume you and it'll cause some problems for sure. And is this something that, that you, you sort of, you, you want to do full time? Is it something that you want to sort of pursue sort of further? Is it, is it just a bit of a, uh, I don't know how, how often do you gig is, you know, is it a real dream to sort of get your music out there? It's it's something. Uh, I mean, I figured if I went to jail for this shit, it's you know, it's something that I've obviously dedicated my life to. I'm a very dedicated yeah. person. When I when I get passionate about something, you know, I don't half-ass anything. I just I put I go I go all the way through. Like I'll I don't stop until like I don't quit. Yeah. You know, and it's a passion. You know, it's I have a I really I'm a really dedicated person when I when I commit to something. So for me. It's it's about taking it as far as humanly possible, about as far as humanly possible. That's the yeah. goal, and I'll get I'll get there eventually. I don't, I don't worry about that. It'll come when it comes. But but uh, I'm just really enjoying the process. I I just I get up in the morning. I'm grateful that you know I'm blessed. I'm I, I'm grateful that I have a life ahead to look forward to, and a whole bunch of all the bad stuff is in the past. So I don't have to look. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And is that and, stuff and that you write about me? Is that is that that influences your music? You sort of music sort of storytelling. Yeah. Is that so? The influences on you are your life story, effectively. Basically, yeah, it's like you're dealing with all that stuff that was in the past, and kind of kind of using it as a channel of all the negative energy, so you don't get stuck with the negative energy. Yeah, so it's like so it's like sort of the rage or the anger that you can just then release yeah. through the song, and that's like let it go. Now it's done in in the it's past. It's, it's literally therapy. It's therapy. If it weren't for the music, I'd be locked up in a mental asylum or something. Seriously. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it it you have to let you have to let that that intensity out in a somewhat socially appropriate way, or yeah. it'll lead to problems. It just I mean, there's no other way around it. And do you find that sort of the music you, you, you 
people get drawn towards you so like-minded people you know other people with your the same sort of philosophy and outlook as yourself on life uh, do they come to your gigs or is it just an absolute sort of random sort of mix of people it's um in the past it's been random but yeah. um actually there are some people there are some people who do flock i guess you could say the philosophy but really the philosophy is just like you know i mean there's some there are some people who hang around and they they kind of um, i guess look for some sort of guidance and i just tell them you know basically simple shit just like focus on making your life better really is that simple you know don't yeah. go backwards go forward make good life decisions like you don't have nobody has to nobody has to go to jail and nobody has to do that shit that's like that's that's putting yourself through hell for no fucking reason it's pure insanity nobody has to do that you know and yeah. i've learned from this mistake so i don't i don't ever want to do that again and i want if anything i just want to relate that message to people to go for it you don't need to put yourself through hell i mean there's no there's no point to put yourself through unnecessary suffering life as hard as it is so why would you put yourself through unnecessary suffering yeah valid point i think it's an important message an important message to get out there so quick question then going back to the live performances one thing that would do me that would really stop me from ever going and doing something like that do you not get nervous getting up there in front of a crowd of even like 500 people you know does do you not get nerves at all doing that I get, I do get nervous. I, I get nervous, but the way I approach fear is different. I'm just a kind of ball to the wall person, you know, and I just allow the intensity and the anger. Even when I was in jail, you know, I'm the type of person that would take on a hundred people. If, if I felt yeah. like there was, a, if I felt there was a reason, you know, if I like, I'm the person like I'll stand by myself if I feel like I'm standing for something that's of value. Yeah. You know, like I, I have no problem and I kind of approach like I kind of think like standing on stage is the same way. Actually, I think a whole bunch of inmates is a lot like handling those guys is a lot worse than handling a crowd, I think, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so your music then, are you, I sort of get the impression of the type of music maybe that you, you play, are you, do you play instrument as well as sort of write the lyrics and sing? Are you part, or is it just yourself? Are you part of a, a bigger group or? Um, I, I, I hire uh, people to to play instruments for me if I if I need the extra help on stage. But like when I'm recording this stuff, I generally do it all myself. Wow. But okay. um, but when I'm when I'm live, when I, when I'm when I'm live, I definitely I'll get some other people to play some parts for sure because it's it's a, it's a lot to do as one person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what what's what's the end goal then? What you know what what do you what do you want to achieve? Where do you want to take this? How far can you take it? And how far do you want to take it? Honestly, I just want to, I just, I just want to, I just want to get to a point where I'm really happy with myself and satisfied and just happy. I just want happiness and, and, and joy because I put myself through hell, like I said, in unnecessary misery. I just want, I just want happiness at this point, mm-hmm. pure happiness that there's a certain sense of happiness that comes when you feel like you actually put some hard work into something and achieve something. You know, there's a, there's a sense of real happiness, like you accomplish something that makes you feel really good about yourself. And you're obviously in that place now, whereas previously you weren't. And what was the sort of the dark place, the time that you spent? Was that a direct, indirect relation to the music or a, a particular gig? Was there an incident that happened that then caused your no. time to be? Or was it just an accumulation of, of your bad habits along with a rock and roll lifestyle sort of thing? It was, it was bad habits, rock and roll yeah. lifestyle. Sometimes, like in in heavy metal, there you know there are lots of people that get into dark themes and shit. So it's easy to really get lost in the whole thing. Yeah, 
but you know the way i see it is chaos equals confusion and if you're confused that means you don't know what you're doing you want to have clarity you want to have focus so i feel like chaos is you, it's stupid to play with if you don't know what you're playing with yeah chaos in this in 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 like heavy metal uh like you know all the heavy metal music they play with all these all these themes of chaos and then they they don't they don't know what they're doing though it's like if you're playing with chaos you're playing with fire and you're gonna get burnt yeah if that's what you want to do you know Absolutely. see all the greats have you know died young from th- that's that thin line of all this raw talent and then that lifestyle of drugs and well mixture of drugs and stuff like and, and i suppose it's just that on the you know it's that constant I suppose fighting your demons and every now and then your demons escape and you might go you might make some poor choices and then it's about trying to rationalize that and then you make some more bad choices and some more bad choices and and then you might have a drink to forget about it but that then just exacerbates it and makes it even worse and it is I suppose it's that ever that ever decreasing sort of lifestyle I suppose I mean I've never been part of it but I can imagine you know almost like tortured souls almost you know really Sort of crying out to try and make some real positive choices, but find it really difficult to do that just because of the people that that, that surround you. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I would definitely say I'm a tortured person. I know that sounds cliche as fuck, but I mean, like, I'm a. I mean, that's why I make music. I mean, like, uh, yeah. you know, there's part of me. There's some part of me that's crying out for whatever the fuck. There's a lot of pain inside. You have to let it out, and yeah, I think part of being a person you know there's just part of being a person you just have to let that out and you have to let it out in some kind of way that doesn't take uh set you back but set you forward because you know you either go back or you go forward and i've gone i've set myself back i've self-sabotaged enough I, it's, you get to a point where it's like okay fuck that i don't want to keep doing that it's a waste of time to keep you know setting myself back why why not why not choose the good things in life when you you know what why why choose the bad things in life when you choose the good things and that's the point you have to reach and basically that's what happened is that i fucked my life up so bad you know i created all this fucking problem for all these problems for myself that i didn't need to create just unnecessary suffering just just fucking because and you get to a point where you're like well okay i'm done with this I'm absolutely done. I'm done. I'm done with the fucking, you know, setting myself back, self-sabotaging. I'm done with pain. I'm done with the misery. I'm done with the chaos. Fuck that. What's the point? Nothing that comes with that. So I honestly feel like there's truth in it. When you hit your rock bottom, that's the only time you'll really change. I feel like it has to get bad sometimes for you to come to that clarity, at least for me. And and you feel as though, through writing your music that's helping you on the journey out of those dark places towards a, a better a better place a better existence a, a better mindset yeah it's not it's not just writing the music though it's just it's about you know mean people coming in contact with new people meet new people focus on the future planning things all those things are very important it's about really just taking action taking appropriate action yeah and you have to uh, get out of your insecurities. You can't be an insecure person. You have to let go of any insecurity. You have to let the insecurities die off. It's the only way because the insecurities are weakness. You have to let the, the, you have to get out of your head. You have to just, you know, strengthen your own mind. So about, so effectively taking control of your life rather than allowing your life to control you. So it's, it's you making those positive decisions to do the things that you want to do rather than things being done to you. 
Yeah, and you know, you know, the funny thing is, is that like the 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 more I fucked my life up and made bad choices, the more I developed a sense of moral code and you know, a sense of ethics of of life of like what the right thing to do is as opposed to the wrong thing. It's really fucking funny, but you know, I developed it the absolute wrong way. Like I went as backwards into developing. A yeah. More- but <laughs> you know, it's, but, it's, but you but you have to have been there to realize that to then work with that and come out of that, I suppose. Exactly, because someone to tell you all day like the right thing to do, you you won't necessarily really if if you're especially if you're a stubborn person like me, because I'm the type of person that I'm going to do what I want, and that's not always a good thing. Because if I'm doing the wrong thing, then that's going to fuck me up. So, come uh, it's coming like it's about. For me, it was about um, I wouldn't listen to anyone's opinion. I wouldn't listen to anyone's advice. I always did me. I always lived on my own terms because I didn't like being told what to do. So I don't think anybody does, but I really didn't like being told what to do. And so I, I just made some bad choices. And But it's funny because out of those bad choices, that's actually, I don't think I ever would have developed such a strong sense of moral code slash honor slash ethics of the right right because there are right and wrong decisions and we make them every damn day you know and i wouldn't have learned that i would not have learned that had i not you know so it's funny because even in the bad all the bad shit that did come there is some good a lot of gold that came from all that shit that i put myself through it's funny but Mm -hmm. yeah that's what happened anything like that i think anything like is a learning experience and you take it with you you know you take a little bit of that with you on the go whether it's good or whether it's bad but like you say you've got the opportunity to do something positive out of that and i, I respect that and and thank you for actually sharing that perspective with us because it's actually a really really interesting perspective and i think a lot of people can take something away from that and probably have experienced it you know in lesser degrees one way or another so yeah you, am i right in saying you're based in pittsburgh yeah that's true mm-hmm Cool. So what, you know, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan, so I've, I've got a, lo- a lot of love for the, the city of Pittsburgh. So tell, tell us a little bit about the city that you're based in then and what the music scene's like there. Honestly, the music scene here is pretty lame. There's really not much going on. Um, but, you know, I will say uh, Andy Warhol did come from here. So there's maybe there's something about the the depression, uh, the depressing steel and fucking up. Because the city had a lot of steel factories and all that shit maybe there's some something about all that industrial kind of work that produced some kind of you know produced it produced a really strange artist like fucking um andy <laughs> Paul, you know and i also happen to be here i'm a pretty strange fucking guy so <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he certainly is a very very unique individual andy warhol like you say maybe the urbane setting there did sort of help to create him i also think yeah. A, l- a little bit of that is, is is what sort of bonds the Steelers that gives them that 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 sort of strong mentality to go out and win and win against the odds sometimes and just just fight till the very very end. And I I just wonder if it just does come from from the background of, of that sort of very industrial city. It, it possibly could, you know, it, t- it totally possibly could. I actually went to the, one of the coolest things I will say if somebody did visit this city. And you have if you um to go visit if you ever have and a lot of Pittsburghers don't even they're oblivious to it, but the Andy Warhol Museum is is fucking incredible. I actually, I went there and it's it's really it's something else. It's totally something else. It's just he was a total you know and that's I like that style. It's just totally almost incomprehensible, but it's it's just it's him. 
You know, yeah. it's what he did. That's what he did. And, you know, he clearly had a lot of fun doing it. You know, he clearly got a lot of passion out of it. Like he clearly enjoyed what he was doing. And it's, it's interesting to walk through that museum and see all the different stuff that he would, he would come up with. It's very interesting. Yeah. See, unfortunately, Marcel Mousseau wasn't from Pittsburgh, but I think Gaz is trying to do his best impression. But Gaz, I think you're on mute, dude. <laughs> I was on mute, dude. Then. Yeah, sorry about that. I, don't, I, don't, I must have slipped then. I was just saying, so it, it, his, his art must be a little bit like, I suppose, your music. You, you look at it, you think some people get it, some people might not, and some people will read lots of different things into it. And, it, and it's very much a a personal take on it you know it, it, i suppose he's a bit of a marmite character he's, he's either you either love it or you don't type thing you know there's no real middle ground with him is there you know you look at it, you think wow what a genius or you think god what a mess type thing yeah exactly 100 percent. and you know he was i believe uh anywhere i was all in the surrealism which i definitely think you could describe my music it's pretty surreal with it's something that is you know there's it's 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 so hard to define. It really can't be defined. So I couldn't even tell you what the fuck it's about. I don't even think that's the point. It's not really supposed to come from yeah. an understanding. It's just, it's really just about their, their a sense of catharsis, you know, a sense of catharsis. Cause I make it and then I feel good and I, I feel relieved. I feel like I got, it's like when you're really pissed off and you just, you just fucking scream, you know, you yeah. just start yelling then you feel good you feel okay you know you sometimes just have to get things off your chest and it's i guess that's my way of doing that but whatever i mean it brings meaning into my life makes me feel like i'm able to deal with all the dark shit because this world can be pretty fucked up so uh it helps me deal with all the dark shit in the fucking world it lets me get over those humps in the in the world and not get stuck in a bad state of mind and it's, it's it's it helps it helps I couldn't imagine not doing it. I honestly couldn't because I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how I'd begin because I'm a very intense person. I don't. I don't know how the fuck I would begin getting that intensity out. You know, there. So are how very, often? So how often do you gig yeah. then? I mean, and what, what, how how far would you travel to gig? You know, which is the best? A couple of questions there, I suppose. So how often do you gig, and then what? You know, where's the best place that that you've held a gig and you've thought, man, that's gone off like that? That was just. Uh, like amazing I, I gig about like every uh, like once or twice a year at this right. point they've been they've been like mediate like medium-sized st- stages a little there's a place called um stage ae in pittsburgh and it's all uh, the, the biggest i've done is about a little smaller than that right. so that gives it's, that gives you a lot of a lot of space to let that intensity out but like i said like I have a strong voice and a powerful voice. When I start yelling, like that helps me get a lot of the intensity out. But at the same time, because it stirs the fucking crowd up, and there just been there, there have been circumstances where the shows have just gone totally just wow, you know. And then I'll wake up in the morning with a pile of fucking cash, and I'll be like, "Hold fuck!" Well, <laughs> I mean, look at all that. You know, I don't even really remember the night. I kind of blacked out drunk, but you know, I just. <laughs> <laughs> they're the best nights aren't they yeah. yeah they were they really were the best night you know that's that's the thing about it that's the thing about it they were so chaotic you know you black out drunk you have vivid you know you have like faint memories you just remember arguing with the fucking owners and 
then them giving you the money, then you fucking get out of the fucking venue and the whole fucking crowd, there's fucking chaos inside. You know, people are fighting with each other. <laughs> and that's nice. <laughs> We're calling the police and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm no, no Not again. <laughs> oh, how many times they've, they've called the fucking police and I've heard it fucking just get so the have fuck you ever, out. Have you ever been stopped sort of effectively mid mid song or mid concert mid gig have lips have, have you ever had sort of the owner say mate you're gonna have to come off the stage because you're causing chaos and like the place is gonna go to rat shit have, they, have you ever actually been pulled off or about half about half it just depends if i'm if i'm drinking i've learned over time what works and what doesn't work if yeah. i get smashed if i get smashed fucking drunk then there's 100% a chance that the, the show's going to fucking end early. Uh, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> Bad play. Nice man. If I just get a, if I, I just get a little drunk just to take the, the edge off or something, then then I can do that. You know, I could do that. It's about you have to know your limits. You have to know, okay, like not that extra half pint of vodka. I think that will tip you over the edge. Yeah, it'll tip me over the edge. Yeah, maybe just two, maybe just one pint. Maybe just one pint. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. So the interesting answer that you gave earlier as well is when we asked you about what, you know, the end goal of this, it was it was happiness. And normally I think when you speak to a lot of people when they're setting out on a, on like a venture like this, the idea of money and making it big comes in there along the way. You know, if fate did come calling for you, is, is it something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I mean, anyone who says they, anyone who says they'd be happy doing it and being poor is is full of shit. There's no satisfaction about that, especially when the music by its nature is fucking chaotic. You you especially it's like you're putting blood, sweat, and tears literally into the work. Like you deserve fucking payment for it. You know, you deserve the, you deserve like if you're putting all that effort, you want some kind of payment back on it. Like you're putting your soul into it. Yeah. You're putting your soul into it at a certain point. Yeah, you definitely, I mean, you make it not because of money. It's never because of the money. It honestly isn't, at least not for me, maybe for some fucking people. But I think they, if they're getting in it for the money, they shouldn't fucking do it in the first place. But, you know, it's never about the money for me. But at a certain point, you do reach a point where you're like, well, you know, I've spent so much time doing this, you know, so much effort, so much blood, sweat, motherfucking tears. I, I do want some effort. I do want some return on it. You know, you, you get to that point for sure. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I think that's very reasonable. It's not about the money, but if the money happened, then yes, great. You know, yeah. why, why, why would you do something and remain sort of beating your ass up every day and remaining poor or whatever, when actually you could do exactly the same thing and still pull your heart out, but somebody actually reward you for doing that. I suppose if the money came along, then, yeah, that that's the byproduct. You don't do it for that, but if it's there, then hell, yeah, hallelujah, great stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You should never get into it for the money, or else, or else, I I think you should probably, if that's the case, then somebody should probably choose a different field because I don't think it should ever get into music just for the sake of making money. It should be something real. It should be. It should come from a place of realness and genuineness, or else, what yeah. the hell's the point? Of course, you want. You know, it's, it's it basically becomes a job at some point so you do want payment on it i think that's only reasonable yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's very similar in many ways to, to well, it's not actually because we don't have really any real talent, but you know, it's, it's similar in what to what we do when we start doing this podcast. You know, there's times when we do get a little bit obsessed with our listening figures, and actually, ultimately, when we don't think about them and we just put out something we enjoy, and the thing is, one of the things we most enjoy as well, any guys, I think you'll agree with me when I say this, is is chatting to people that we never met before. Oh, yeah. So, so when you reached out to us via Twitter, I think it was originally. Yeah, absolutely. We were like, yeah, well, let's get this guy on. Let's let's see what he has to say. First of all, he's based in Pittsburgh, a place I've got a little bit of love for. And second of all, like I say, you know, you're sharing with us some very interesting and unique life experiences. So, you know, we're obviously we're not looking at making any money out of this and, and dear lord it's cost us a fair bit so far with my microphones and equipment and what have you uh, but it, it doesn't it, you know it doesn't bother us we, we aren't we aren't looking for a return and we've got we, we don't expect to be the next joe rogan's we're just doing what we do for life experience and and like i say same as yourself anything else that comes along the way is an absolute bonus an absolute bonus and i think I recently read a quote from jim carrey where he was sort of saying about fame and obviously he's a man who's had a little bit of controversy in his life is a little bit of yeah. fame as well. And, and, you know, and a little bit of sorrow is, is fair to say. And he said something like, I think that everyone should get rich and famous and do everything they absolutely ever dreamed of so that they can see that it's not the answer. And I think when you look at the press at the moment and you look at some of the people who are put up there on pillars and pedestals and knocked back down again and stuck in courtrooms in some cases, you can see it really isn't the answer that they suffer the same misery and disappointment in life than we do. And I think that's something you've got to be you've got to be thinking about, isn't it? When you when when you know when if if fame ever does come calling. Yeah, I'd say that's one hundred percent true. There's definitely money definitely doesn't solve all your problems it yeah. solves it definitely solves some of your problems though but it definitely doesn't solve all your problems some people some people i do i do think that's a trap and you know you can definitely see them like hip-hop and stuff it's all about the glorification of money for like the wrong reasons like you're not supposed to glorify money for the wrong for the wrong reasons it's you it's a money is basically a tool it's a utility in the world and it's not something you should like worship you know and it's put all you know some people are just like they just glorify money. I think it's kind of sad. And I think that's where you get the whole Kim Kardashian culture and all that bogus bullshit and all yeah. those celebrities today that really shouldn't be famous. They kind of, they kind of destroyed the whole um, culture of I'd like, I mean, in the past you, you had to be really talented to yeah. be somebody famous. They've diluted talent that, that, that this generation of people who are just known for being famous yeah that's that's bollocks basically and, and i i have this big thing yeah. with it you know you, you have to have a talent it could be sport it could be music it could be drama it could be the arts wh- whatever it is you mm-hmm. have to have something that makes you famous you can't just be famous for being famous these people that go on reality tv shows and are just famous for being a kardashian what have they ever done nothing they're just famous for being those people you know, you look at all all the musicians in the past. You you know, you've mentioned you look at I say you look at Dylan and Hendrix and people like that. These guys actually had massive talent. You know, absolutely massive talent. Yeah. And, and and they got famous for the talent that they have, not just because they're in this woke sort of generation where people are like, oh, okay, yeah, you yeah, you can jump from one place to the next to the next. And and what is it you actually really do? Well, I'll just go on telly. Yeah, but what what are you good at? Nothing. I just go on TV. That's bollocks, that is. Yeah, at the very least, you should you should have something of value to say. At the mm-hmm. very least, you should be able to you should be able to really really offer 
some kind of valuable words or advice or something yeah. at the yeah. very least. You know, Joe Rogan, people like Joe Rogan, I think they're famous because they have real conversations and people want to hear that. You know what I mean? I think the thing is with Joe Rogan is, you know, he's, he has a genuine threat to the establishment. They don't, they don't want to shut the guy down and want to stop him saying what he's going to say because he comes in with, with no political bias, just his own opinion, and that's what he wants to share. He's a fairly astute man who, who listens to a lot of people and literally just takes a lot on board and, and, and learns a lot from, from the guests that he has. And, and, I, and I think that's why he's a little bit of a threat that he doesn't follow the lead that the rest of the media would like him to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and paradoxically, that's also why he's really successful. It, because it's like, it's funny, it's people, that's what I was saying about the whole glorification of the money. It's like, if that's your only value, then you have no values, is what I'm saying. And if you, if you have actual values, you know, Joe Rogan has values, clearly, because he's saying something that's contrarian. And that takes, that takes guts to say, you know, so you have to have some kind of character to do that. And that is, that's what gets you, that's what actually gets you the money. You know, if that's what somebody's looking for, that's what actually gets you the money. It's it's your, it's a, you have to cultivate your inner worth before you can get outer worth. And, and, and today there's no values. They just, they just want the, the materialism and, and all the, the trappings of wealth. But then the, those motherfuckers wouldn't be able to handle it. When they actually do get it, that's why you always say, like you were saying earlier, they're always in these courts and blah, 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 and all these, all this bullshit about settlements and stuff like that. Cause they don't know how to, they don't have fucking values. They don't, they didn't, it takes legitimate integrity to get wealth and keep wealth. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to really translate something of value and meaning to people. It has to, it has to really connect with people. And I think people like Joe Rogan have proven that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think musically speaking as well, people who create music like that are always of like an artistic nature. And if you're doing it for the money, then the art isn't at the forefront. You think, like, so you mentioned Jimi Hendrix earlier. I love Jimi Hendrix. And literally, when you listen to him play guitar, you listen to his emotions. You know, he was telling you how he felt through the music and that's yeah. why i love listening to his music so much I, I just i just think he was an incredible an incredible talent and that's a word that, that gets banded around too much these days because most people don't have it in the public eye yeah, yeah no absolutely and, and and you look at somebody you know somebody like and, and andy mentioned it earlier you know gone to young somebody like a kurt cobain somebody like that who you know effectively tortured soul but but then bared his soul through his music and through his songs and 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 made a, a, a number of possibly what some people might say are poor decisions but then you know fought his demons and and his his music was meant a lot to a lot of people but obviously then his sort of demons caught up with him and obviously he you know he died very very young and too young some will say you know but real had something to say and tortured and and went through all that pain and 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 yeah, you know Hendrix and and Cobain and people like that. Who and Andy? Who's the guy for? Was it Lincoln Park? Who's the Lincoln Park lead lead singer? Yeah, Chester Bennington. Yeah. So again, so you know people like that. You know, just re- and whether you like their music or not, you have to appreciate the talent that they have and the and, and how how tortured maybe that and the backgrounds they've come from, the stories that they that they tell through their music. It's absolutely. It is inspirational in a way, and you might not like the music and the type of music, but but the stories that they tell are are, are they're phenomenal stories. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like everybody has pain, and people who say they don't have pain are in denial. Everybody has pain, and 
you know, if you're an intense person like me, you get to a point where, you know, you reach a point where you, you, you have, you reach a conclusion where it's like, okay, you either take ownership of your brain or your, or your mind or whatever, or, or it takes ownership of you. And if it takes ownership of you with it, you're fucked, you know, but if, if not yeah. take ownership of it, well then you can, you, you can, you can do a lot of good for yourself. And, and, and by, in, by doing good for yourself, you're going to do good for other people because everybody has problems and that's going to translate to people. So that's just, that's just how it works. Everybody has pain and it's all about putting that in perspective in whichever way you, you choose to do it. You know, everyone does it in different ways. It's about, it's about getting over your fears and insecurities and just, you know, just on and up to it, you know, and that's the good thing about making bad decisions. If you have to make bad decisions is, you know, if you're somewhat self-aware, then you're come to the conclusion. Well, yeah, I did that, you know, and it, it does build your character because you own up to your decisions. And a, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to own up to making poor choices, you know, and yeah. I would have to be the biggest idiot not to own up to my poor, <laughs> poor choices because, <laughs> I made so many poor choices that you have, you, I had to own up to it. I had to own up to it. And then going, going through courts and stuff like that and seeing going before judges, it takes fucking balls, you know, to, to advocate when you're looked at as basically nothing in before a judge. And then you speak your mind. And you, you tell the courtroom how you authentically feel and you have to explain all the stuff and you have to own up to your mistakes that takes fucking balls and guts. A lot of people don't want to do that. It doesn't need to be that extreme, for example, but everybody has pain and, you know, fuck yeah, I'm tortured. You know, fuck yeah, there's a lot of pain inside me, but it's allowing myself to be honest about that. And if I'm yeah. honest about that, then, then I can deal with that pain so that I don't fucking feel the pain. Not only do I not feel the pain anymore, but I go towards the good things, the happiness. Because who the fuck wants, why would you choose misery? You know, why yeah. is you to the point where you choose misery? Like, I, I want happiness. I want to be a happy person. You know, I want the good things in life. You could get, you choose to, an, an old friend of mine once told me a long, long time ago, he said, you either choose, there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. And, it, and it's true. A lot of people don't know that. They think, they don't, they, I don't think a lot of people be, uh, believe or know that. There's a right answer and there's, a, there's always a right answer. There's always a right thing to do. You know, and it doesn't need to be some grand fucking thing every damn day. It's just yeah. there's always something that is 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 going to be a right thing for you to do, and there's going to yeah. be something that's a wrong thing for you to do. Yeah, and and life is full of decisions and choices, and and if you if you generally make the right choice, generally things will be okay. If you continually make the wrong choice in whatever situation that you're in, then life is going to turn out pretty shitty for you. But there's always, at some point, there's always that, there's always that chance that you can then turn things around. So if you make bad choice after bad choice, you then make a good choice, and all of a sudden you're on the right path. And if you then continue to make good choices, then good things will happen. And 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 everybody has those choices. Everybody in every walk of life and every day of their life have have these choices that, that they can make. And if you can start to make better choices, generally speaking, better things will happen. Yeah. I think it comes from a sense like everybody has a sense of struggle. Like we all, 
there's there's we have a there's something in the genes of humanity that is geared towards overcoming struggle uh, and if we don't have struggle we have to find some kind of struggle because it gives us meaning it gives us purpose and that's the only way we truly learn stuff honestly and that's the only way we truly grow as people and that's the only way we can go towards good things a lot of people don't even believe good and bad and all that you know but make enough bad decisions you'll start you'll start believing good and bad you know if if you start making a lot of bad decisions it's going to catch up to you you'd have to be the biggest idiot to not believe in good and bad at some point i learned good and bad you know i was playing on i was playing on the fringes of society you know thinking thinking it was all fun and fucking games and all that shit. Now you play a fucking fire, you'll get burned. I got burned several fucking times, but you know, to, you know, but eventually I learned, I learned some really valuable lessons through all of that. And and you get to a point where you don't, you don't want, you don't want the pain anymore. You want, you want the good stuff. You get the, you, you come to a conclusion that it's, that it's way better to have the good stuff. And you, you learn how to act, you learn how to act and you have to be, totally ruthlessly honest with yourself you know you can't let yourself slack you have to to keep yourself totally accountable and it's just funny how i learned all that the wrong way totally the wrong way (laughs) but you got there in the end though and that's the important (laughs) thing and your message is out there and that's the struggle that you you went through and and i'm sure that that's an absolute inspiration to you know our listeners and lots of other people that actually you know you can go through those dark times and you can go through those bad times but actually there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and if you focus on that then you can start to make some better choices in 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 your life and you can start to to feel meaning in your life yeah funnily, funnily enough gaz here is a teacher so he'll know one thing in life and that well many things i'm not, I'm not disrespecting what he knows and what he doesn't know but one <laughs> thing he knows for <laughs> damn sure is people learn in different ways and some people learn by being shown some people learn by being told and some people learn by doing and sometimes by doing the wrong thing and learning it's a recognized way of learning isn't it gaz absolutely you know there's a phrase in teaching and they say that when you fail it's your first attempt in learning you know, and when you look at the acronym, it's F A I L. It's fail, but it's your first attempt in learning. Okay. No, no, no. Nobody gets it. Nobody. Well, very few people get things right the very first time. Thomas Edison, when he was in, uh, inventing the light bulb, was it a thousand times he got it wrong, than a thousand and first time he got it right, or whatever. You know, you, when you fail, that's just you rationalising. And and was it with Einstein again said, if you if you do the same thing and expect the same outcome, then then that's foolhardy. Yeah, fair, or whatever the phrase, I can't remember the quote, but but basically you have to learn from things. So you experience everything that happens. And if you learn from that and you take that and you don't keep doing the same things wrong, then actually you're in a better place than you were because you're learning. And that's what society is all about. When you fail, at times it's your first attempt in learning. It's the first attempt that you've had in doing something new. You might get it wrong, but then you learn from it and get it right a second time or third time or fourth time, whatever it may be. And and it's a massive philosophy that that we that I have with with my kids. It's like don't be afraid to fail because actually failing is actually okay as long as then you learn from it and you don't continually make the same mistakes because then that that that's foolhardy. If you don't learn from things and you continually do the same thing and expect a different outcome, that that's not going to help anybody. Yeah, it's funny. It's like it, I was watching these these stories on YouTube of there was this guy that went to prison and you know it just. This guy was just a total, just totally 
the wrong type of person in every sense of the word. And he just like he anybody. The whole the point is, is that anybody, no matter who they are, anybody will learn the right way from the wrong way. It's just a matter of, you know, some people have to learn in really different ways. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Like when I was in school, for example, I didn't learn. You know, I'm actually very intelligent, but I didn't learn. I sucked in school. That was terrible. And it's because it's because I didn't learn like the other kids. You know, I didn't. That's just not my style. That wasn't my style. I'm the type of per- I don't. I'm the kind of person if I would get some kind of new device or something, and you open up the box. I would never look at the instructions. Fuck that. You know, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I don't ever recall ever looking at instructions or directions. I don't take directions. <laughs> you know, I, I have to. I have to really sort things out. I, I play around with things. Like I have to. I'll put the pieces together. Yeah. In my so, you, own so day. you learn by doing. So so you look at it. You think, oh, I think that goes there. No, it doesn't go there. I'll, oh, actually, that doesn't go there. It goes there. That doesn't go there. It goes there. And, and you learn you by doing it. Thing. In math, in math class growing up. The teacher would think I cheated on the fucking test. She's like, how did you come to that conclusion? Because they try to teach you a certain formula that you must follow. Like, it must be done like this. In this way, yeah. I don't think like that. You know, I don't think in that manner. I think in a totally different way. But I came to the conclusion. You know, the the whole point was I got the answer on the test. Yeah. You know, but it was totally. She had thought I cheated. I'll never forget that. She had thought I cheated on the fucking test. I didn't cheat on the goddamn fucking test. I just, you know, my brain is just. I'm a creative person. I come to solutions in different ways. There's a way of teaching. And, and I say, Adam mentioned, you know, I'm in education. So, you know, we, we're talking about, and an example that I give when I'm sort of trying to coach and teach teachers how to do things effectively is, you know, if you if you were looking at a, a world war or a, a battle, it could be Battle of Independence, it could be the World War. And it's like, right, explain what it was like for somebody on the front line. You might write a song. So I might say, write an account. Tell me what it's like on the front line. Somebody might write a diary entry. Somebody might draw a cartoon. Somebody might write a song. Somebody could do um, a rap. The the end product is the same. It doesn't matter how you get there. There's four or five different ways of getting people to to get to that end product. But you you write a song and you say it's fucking awful and it was this and it was that somebody else might draw a cartoon strip explaining it somebody else might write a diary entry dear diary today was whatever somebody else might write a a, a poem it doesn't matter how you get there there's lots of different ways of getting there but the outcome is the same Mm -hmm. and and you've got to turn your mind around to that and everybody learns and responds and reacts in different ways to potentially to the same situation And, and it's about understanding how you can do it and the best way for you to do it and how you can then grow from that. And, and, and it's an abs- it's absolutely education. That is full stop. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, w- I was the type that I would, I, might, I would fail in school. My grades suck, but I would come home and read encyclopedias. Like that doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> How's that yeah. And some people, but so, to some people it will, but you'll write a song. You'll go, you'll go write a song about what it's like. And some people will write a poem about what it's like, or some people will draw and, it, and and but but the outcome is the same you 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 do it because it means something to you and that's how you that's how you make sense of everything that's how you make sense of what it is you've been asked to do or life or whatever it is that's been put in front of you and you will do it completely differently than Andy than Adam than myself but who's to say that you're right and you're wrong and Andy's right and he's wrong it, it doesn't matter everybody's different and everybody learns and reacts and and responds 
differently to different situations and nobody's here to say that's right or wrong you do what you think is right at the time and if you continue to do what you think is right more often than not generally good things will happen that's definitely true yeah that's definitely true follow your intuition at the end of the day my intuition's never it's always when i've strayed from my intuition or or i got too much in my head that's where always the problems came about it was never when i thought okay this is the right thing to do. This is what I got to do. It may require a certain amount of effort, but that's the right thing to do. It's always when, that's always what's led to good, to good outcomes for me is when I've listened to the, to my intuition, because I think we all know, we all have some sense of guide. It's inside of us. We all have, there's some sense of knowing what we should do. And for everybody, it's going to be different, but but eventually I think, I think everybody gets to the same point eventually, which is, that's the amazing thing about life is that you can have all these different personalities, all these different kinds of people, you know, and if, if you do the right thing, you, you get, you go to the same point in life. You get, you get, we, we, everyone ends up at the same point of, of success and happiness and of, of all those things. But if you look at all the people who achieved that, they're all different kinds of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very interesting. And the point I'd make as well also when you go back to that math thing is education and intelligence are two very, very different things. People often confuse those two things, but they're not. They're, they're two very different things. But just, you know, we're getting up close to the hour mark now, but I, I did want to ask you as well, just around the name thing though. So obviously we're calling you Anon. We know that's not your real name. It's your stage name. Just tell us a little bit about the thinking behind that. Actually, I had started the band originally with somebody else uh, an old friend of mine and unfortunately for that poor old fella he didn't have the you need to be a brazen individual to lift this to do this what i do whatever the fuck that is and he was a bit uh timid and meek and he couldn't stick it out you know and that's okay but but i started it with him and we were we were trying to come up with a philosophy like what should the name be about and i'm like well what's the world about and <laughs> what is the world about I, I look around i didn't see fucking pure madness and fucking craziness i see kim kardashian and fucking uh, presidents who were celebrities and just, just total surrealism and just doesn't even make goddamn fucking sense and i just try to make a name that didn't make any sense really <laughs> so on the stage stage is like it's about a non-miss age sage. So, you know, people people get on social media and everybody, you know, everyone's looked at as some kind of cult, has some kind of, like some kind of idol or something. You know what I mean? People are looked at as idols. and Like a non-miss age sage is somebody who, like a non, basically what I'm saying is it's just, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Kim Kardashian. To me, that's just some, it's a fucking online identity that I see who has a large following and it's like what's what's this what's the truth and what's the falsity in it like how true is it like it's just it's just a fucking mess of a world and everyone's trying to act like a goddamn fucking sage but everyone's anonymous unusual yeah so then i like, see so you mentioned social media where where can people find you then where can people find your music you know are you on do you have a website are you on youtube yeah i'm on youtube i'm on social media They're just one of the things behind the music and I, I try to keep it mysterious because I also, that's another thing. I feel like we've lost that, you know, when you would get a record back in the old days, it would be different. 
would be different than how it is now. You know, there's, I think we've lost, you have all the facts, you know, everyone has all the facts these days about all their favorite music groups. You know, I like the hunt, you know, I like the, let people, you know, create a sense of mystery for people. You know, I don't, I don't ever like to make things too easy for people. I want to, I want to bring excitement back into music, make things exciting. You know, so yeah, I do have all the social media stuff. If they Google my name, they can find some stuff out. I'll just leave it at that at the moment. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, that, that brings us up to round about the hour, Mark. Have you guys got anything you want to add before we close this one out? No, just it's been fascinating just listening to stories and what you've gone through and where you are now. So just I just want to say thanks very much for coming onto our podcast and I hope in the future your music gets out there if that's what you want it to happen and and I hope good things happen to you. Thank you and likewise. I re- it was a true honest pleasure. I really feel like it was a really good conversation. I had a blast doing it. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it to be honest with you. You know, it's it's not very often we get a guest reach out to us. Normally we're chasing them to come on the podcast, but we have had, you know, we have had a couple of them reached out to us and said, can they come on? And few have talked as much as you have, which I mean is an absolute compliment because you, you've you've talked to us through the thought process behind it. And, and I really appreciate, you know, how in depth you've gone into that. I think anybody who listens back to this will really take something away from it. So, so thank you from me too. Yeah, and Thanks. just the honesty, just the honesty that the stories you've told, the, the the reasons behind why you do what you do, just the absolute raw honesty about the stories that you've told. It I think is it is fascinating, and I hope our listeners. Well, I know our listeners will 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 connect 100%. with it. So yeah, um, I, again, thank you very much for 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 reaching out. I've really enjoyed it. So as I say, w- wish you all the best in the future. Thank you very much, and likewise. Cool. So shall we say our goodbye? So Anon, if you'd like to leave us with a final message. Basically, just, you know, it doesn't need to be anything complex. Just follow follow what you feel is right for everybody. That's going to be just something different because everybody's that, you know, everyone's doing a different thing in life. But just follow what you honestly feel is the right thing to do. That's all that matters. And it's going to eventually it will pay off if it's the right thing. It will pay off. That's great. That's great advice. Andy, do you want to say goodbye? No, it's been good. Uh, I'm not to say a lot. It's just been good. <laughs> the best uh, episodes, yeah. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy listening to creative people, whether it's because I'm not that creative or what, I don't know, but it's just uh, good for people to say how they feel and what they want to you know, what they want to do in life. It's good. Yeah. yeah, it's been good. Cool. Gaza? Yeah, as I said, I've just, you know, I, I've just thanked our guests for coming on. I've, I've found it really insightful. And just one, you know, a final thought for me. I mentioned it in the podcast. You know, at times we, we do find it a bit of a struggle to, to make the right choice and stuff, and we do find it a struggle to learn new things. But remember, every now and then when you fail, it's your first attempt in learning. So learn from it, move on. Don't make the same mistakes over and over and over again, guys. Solid advice, that. Solid advice. And we've had a lot of it this episode, actually. We've had a lot of information there for you guys to take in and process. And I hope you take something away from it. I know I will. This is one of those things that normally we close off the laptop, I go to bed, I get up for work in the morning. But there's always a little bit of something from each episode that I take away. And actually, there's going to be a lot of takeaway from this episode. I've really, really enjoyed it. So thank you again for coming on. And to all you listeners out there, thank you for listening. And we'll see you again next week when we'll have something different on Talkboy Radio. Thanks again. Goodbye. Alrighty.